1: Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 apps from your Apple or Google Play store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or network.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. Everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 in this station. Good radio family, the Summer's Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Summer's Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, followed by Life with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne LaBrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturday's is our Triple Hitter, and it starts off with Saturday's The with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Lodovar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Salmon's Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPD Radio's open mic, open to all pastors, preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24 7 Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Thomas Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you. Our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair, like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majals Products. Get yours today. Get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix (laughs) 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Network. This is Ain't R Base. Keep it locked. Right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to Brother Don What with Pastor Gene Homer right now on KTV on Radio.
0: high Highest mountain looked all around, couldn't find nobody.
1: It is now time for Brother Dom Presents and Pastor it's Gene I Homer. Looked
2: all around down there,
0: couldn't find nobody.
2: What good. Radio family, God bless you. This is an awesome day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Family, I'm so thankful to be in front of you today. I know it's been a been a minute since we've been on live, and I, I appreciate your patience. You know, we've undergone some. Some little hurdles or whatnot here and there, but God is real, God is alive, and God is restoring. And I just thank him for this time that we can be back in front of you. So I've got my awesome, anointed, wonderful sister back with you, Pastor Gene. And this is Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Holt, And we've got some... Man, family, God is really doing an awesome, awesome work in this time. He's really been ministering some things to us. He's really been birthing some things, and it's just truly, I know when you look at the way things are and you look out in the world and society today, things look really bleak. But let me tell you, family, God is still moving, and he is still working, and he's still awesome, and he's doing some incredible, incredible things. So I want you to. All I can say is I want you to sit down, strap up, and hang on, because we're gonna take off in the spiritual stratosphere with this word today, that we know is gonna bless you, is gonna edify you, and I, it's just God is just really doing. I just can't say it enough, family. He's just doing so much, so much, and I'm excited. Well, family, I got to give my shout-outs. I, I got to give my shout-outs. First and foremost, I got to give a shout-out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, family, without him, truly, truly, I would be nothing. And you know something that I learned in this season is he's so patient and loving. You know, because we can be knuckleheads. We can be knuckleheads, hard-headed. We can, we can act up, you know, act a fool, but he's still waiting there for us still ready with open arms, still wants to minister love and peace to us. And that to me, that's just so amazing, so amazing that he has such patience with infallible beings such as us, you know, because we'll mess it up. We'll get it going and we'll mess it up and get it going and mess it up. And each and every time he's there to dust us off and pick us up. Amen. And I want to give a shout-out to my beautiful, amazing wife, my First Lady, Ms. Deborah Pirtle. She is just an awesome, awesome, awesome woman of God, awesome woman in my life, continually to uplift and support me as she seeks the Lord. I just thank God for um, what she's doing. And our anniversary is coming up soon. Yeah, family, I'm excited about that. You know, the day that I developed and made this covenant in front of God with her, That we can move forward And and, and build something according to Kingdom principles So, I thank God for her I thank God for my children and my grandchildren God has been so awesome In just, just raising them up Keeping them from danger Watching over and protecting them I want to thank TPV Ministries For allowing Brother Don Presents With Pastor Gene Homer To have a voice To have a platform To allow God to use us In this season and time to minister the word of God, got to thank them. And I want to thank Bishop Willie Horn, KBRG, the Bridge. You know, I often I haven't seen them guys in a while, but just the lasting impact in the short time that I was with them, you know, meant a lot to me. It really did. It really did. The way that they allowed me to come in and minister with them, and they really kind of showed me a lot the short time I was with them. But it was, it was it was a lot, and it was impactful, and I thank God for each and every one of them men of God. They're at AM Coffee Talk. And, Sammy, I'd like to give a shout-out to you because you are amazing. You guys have been amazing in the support and the love that you've been giving us, and I just thank God for each and every one of you that's listening. You know, we, we come in with, I won't say we're so unconventional, but, you know, we we, we, we all have different styles, and, and that's the beauty of the ministry here at TPB is, is we all have that different thing that we bring to the table. But it's all out of the Word of God. And if you know all the ministers, if their heart is pure, and you guys, it just makes a joy for us to come before you each and every time we minister And I got to give a shout-out to you to say thank thank God for each and every one of you. Well, hey, man, I got them out the way. I I know my sister's on board. Yes, family, she is my big sister in the natural and my sister in Christ. She's really taught me a lot. She's really kind of kept me on the straight and narrow. She's always been that way. Even coming up, you know, she was that... That, that voice of reason, that voice of correction, the one that would always tell me to straighten up. But I thank God for her. She, she really is an amazing, amazing, amazing minister, pastor, sister, mother. Um, just really, really awesome. So if you're in the house, Pastor Jean, you have the floor.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. Thanks. Coming before you all today just thanking God for his keeping power, thanking him that he is such an awesome and loving God, thanking him that he's kept our family in the midst of, of all the madness, and not all, not only has he been faithful to keep us all, but he's given us given us a table where we can come and sit and learn of him and learn about his love and his power and and, and his ability to even minister and bless in the midst of it all. So we come before you today so gratefully excited for what the Lord is doing. I'd just like to thank God also for my family. I'd like to thank him for Pastors Chris and Nisi and what he's doing with their ministry in this this day, and it's almost as if God went before them and gave them the vision uh because of what was about to happen. So I just expect more great and wonderful things through uh, and with this ministry. I thank God for my family. The soul grace of so how God is moving. But you know what? I thank God also and it's and it's very important that we acknowledge that God is blessing us with people who are stirred up and wanting to and willing to hear the word of God. So we thank him for the listening audience today, and we just believe that because you tuned in, God is going to honor that, and God is going to bless you with his word today. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Well, family, we got, like I said, we've got some awesome, awesome stuff to bring you that God is going to catapult us out of this year uh, into next year, Lord willing, you know, to kind of give us something in our arsenal, you know, and that's that's the main thing, family, And, and my sister's been ministering this. Over and over and over To me what's in your Arsenal to fight with And that is the key thing That we must understand and we must Grab a hold of you know because we Came into 2020 In in a lot of respects You can say that man we were a little Bit unprepared We did not build our arsenal The way we should have and so We got kind of kicked down there For a minute and now we're trying to recall and recover and try to see where to go now. So, you know, I'm a big lessons learned type of individual, and I think that that's just the thing that God put in me, and I hope that he'll develop it in you that, you know, we can't go through another kickdown uh, like this. We've got to get some weapons in our arsenal that we can stand up and fight, that we can stand up and proclaim the joy of the Lord in our lives. And, you know, sis, I was thinking, I just, uh, you know, it's been over a year now that we've been ministering here together Brother Don Presents. And just look how far it's been coming. Look at what's been first. You know, I just wanted to share that with the family, you know, that, um, you know, it's been over a year that we've been together here. And, and you know, they don't know the whole backdrop um, of, of us. But you know, just the restoration that he's done between you and I and coming together in ministry, and you know, and this was a vision or something that you had mentioned. I know some ten, fifteen odd years ago that's finally coming and manifesting itself and that we can see some fruit. Amen. But can you believe it's been over years, sis?
0: You know, brother, I did not realize that. I really, I mean, I mean that makes me even the more grateful. I did not realize it had been that long. How time flies!
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been over a year, and and um, you know, just just what God is doing, and and you know, it's just the birthing that He's doing from you know just Brother Don presents and TPB Ministry, and all of it is just amazing. It's just truly, truly amazing. So I was just prompted to throw that out there, family, to, today, because, you know, sometimes we can. You know, when we get, when we we, we we have to take that time to reflect, we have to sit down and look back and just see how good God is and where he's brought us from. You know, And and, you know, me and my sister, like I said, we've been ministering together here over a year now. And it's been every Saturday that we've come and God has spoke to us as we speak to you. And it's just really, really an awesome and amazing, amazing time. So I'm excited to what God is doing, sis. I really am because I just feel something in the spirit moving forward that he's going to do just miraculous and incredible as we approach, you know, this upcoming year, you know, because, um, it kind of, you know, when I sat back, I was, I was the other day, I was sitting down and I was just thinking, you know, it's already the middle of October. And I remember when all this stuff kicked off and it really doesn't seem like it's been, you know, this year went by fast, even though it was, it was, uh, I guess a tumultuous year, but it went by fast and you know, and what God has did and what he's turning around. And, and that's how I know God has got his finger on it because I just think that the word that he's given us now is going to help catapult us into this next year with a greater arsenal of things to fight with, you know, because we are in a war. We are in a war. And, and we stated that here and and everywhere that we are in this fight. Whether you want to be or not, you are in a war. And you've got to get your arsenal ready, family. You've got to do your way. Amen. Amen. Well, that's enough of my ranting. That's enough of my ranting. I just wanted to continue to give God the glory for what he's doing, you know. Um you know, me and my sister talk offline frequently and, and extensively and and you know, I just wanted to share that with you, uh what he's doing in our lives, you know, and what he's birthing. You know, that come out of T P V ministries and us us ministering together. Amen. Man. Well since, you know, I was I was sitting down the other day and you know, it's been a while since, you know, I know some things that had had come about, so it's been a while since we actually been together and and brought forth the word uh here at Brother Don Presents. Um and I just asked the Lord and I inquired the Lord, what would you have us to go Where would you have us to go And the Lord spoke to my heart Says very clearly It's time to restore Hope It's time To restore Hope And you know what phrase came to mind And, and, and I it Because I know you've you heard it You've even probably chanted it Yourself That phrase that goes I'm tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of being sick and tired. Well, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I think that's the way it goes. But, you know, that's kind of where I see people at today. Have you seen people like that, sis, that's just, they're just tired of being tired. They're just in that place where they're just sick and tired of being tired.
0: Amen. Amen. And and I've also to echo or to add to what you just said, brother, I've I've spoken with people who've said that, you know, a change has to be made, that they do not, even when the churches open up, they don't they really do not want to go back into the church the same way they were. That Amen. they they realize that because of everything that's going on, that we need more. We need more yeah. uh because we yeah. they don't feel like you know as you as you indicated that the church was ready for what came, so um that's what I'm hearing people say that there's more there's got to be more than than what we were doing uh because we're in a spiritual battle and and they really didn't feel prepared to uh uh you know. Take that place of authority And operate in the victory That's supposed to be ours According to the word of God Amen
2: Amen That's so true That's so true And and you know That comes from a place Of what we're going to talk about A little bit today Um, You know Because Even with that phrase I'm tired of Sick and tired of being sick and tired You know That place comes from a place of hopelessness. That comes from a place where you've just through so much anxiety and stress, you now are in a place of hopelessness. Now if we just take a minute, just a quick minute to reflect on some of the things we had to endure and some of the most trying situations we had to overcome. You know those times where those situations would look to take the wind out of your sail, so to speak, how they say it, you know. And if you dwell on that too long, if you dwell on that, what you're going through, and you never will be able to see the victory, so now you're getting stuck in this place of hopelessness. And if you get there and you stay there too long, that is a perfect place for the enemy of your soul to start ministering to you the, the things that will make you just dive right into that hopelessness Well, it ain't going to get no better for you You know what I'm talking about, family Come on now You can't get through this How many times have you been here before? How many times are you going to go through this? How many times is this going to happen? You know, those things come to look you to kind of cement you Into that place of hopelessness And I think, you know, I looked at, and the Lord ministered to me the other day, family, sis. You know, we look at the pandemic as it happened in our lives this year as something horrible. But the Lord ministered to me, that's just a drop in the bucket to what's to come. And if we're at this point right now with this, how are we going to be when something else comes, something a little more devastating comes? Something a little tougher comes along our way. How are we going to deal with that? How are we going to deal with that? And I think that that we have to understand that we have got to get out of this place of hopelessness. And it just doesn't affect those that are are not saved. It affects those that are saved as well. It affects people in, in leadership. It affects clergy. It affects all the saints where they'll develop a degree of hopelessness, maybe not in every area of their life, but there is some area in their life that they will develop a degree of hopelessness. And guess what? That moves you away from God moving in your life. And we're going to look at that. We're going to look at that, sis. Because I think it's important, you know, because oftentimes we want to have be full of faith, But it's hard to be full of faith when you're dealing with areas of hopelessness in your life. And we know that when we have those doubts, when we have those reservations about what God can do in certain areas of our life, certain people that are around us in our circle or family, that is really, when you look at it in the essence of it, that is being simple. You know, because God can do it all. We ministered earlier this year about God being sovereign. He's all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present. And how can he not turn any situation around? How can he not put his hand on any situation? What is too hard for our God? That's what we're saying when we get in, in, in a place of that hopelessness. Lord, this is too hard for you. I don't trust you in this area. I don't think you can do anything in this area. I don't think that right now, Lord, that, you know, the enemy is winning and I don't see the victory, Lord, that you won for me. And really, when we say that and when we get into that place, family, you know, we're in a sinful state. I'm just calling it like it is. I'm just calling it like it is. But the Lord that took me to Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37. And this probably, and I've heard this, sis, I've heard this portion of scripture ministered, I bet you, over the last few years, many, many different ways and many, many different angles, how you want to say it, revelations. But, you know, what God shared with me and what we're going to share with the family. Truly, to me, is just truly anointed, and it has a, a a deliverance anointing with it, and I just want the family to follow along. But before we get in Ezekiel thirty-seven, was there anything you wanted to add? No,
0: brother. Go ahead. I'm following you here.
2: Amen. Amen. So, family, if you got your Bibles, your phones, your tablets. Uh, Whatever you got the Word of God on, we're going to be in uh, Ezekiel chapter 37, and I really, really um, would love for you to turn there so you can follow along so God can show you some things that we're talking about. That's Ezekiel. He is one of the... Major prophets in the word of God, and we're going to be coming out of chapter 37, Ezekiel and chapter 37, amen? Now, before we read this, so we get into this. You know, if I had to take a poll, if I had to take a poll of most believers and I said, do you feel empty, what would you think they would say, sir? If we had to take a poll and most believers and we just said, do you feel empty, what do you think they would say?
0: You know, because of the state that, that the world is in right now, I'm sure that will be one of the things that they would be able to, uh, you know, indicate that that will be amongst a lot of the other things. Of hopelessness, you know, you, you do feel that, you know, you have a sense of emptiness and confusion. So I'm sure that there will be a, a, a great percentage of them that would uh, po- possibly not even know how to define feel but if you said the word empty, I'm sure they would say, Yeah, that's exactly what what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Amen. Amen. And and you know and and that's that is the first place of getting to of where hopelessness looks to get in, is when it when it wants to make you feel empty. It really wants to make you feel empty. And then once you get to feeling empty then now you get dry. Because using before you get to that emptiness, there's a place where you've allowed your faith to wane or there's a place where you set up an idol or something that has distanced you from God. And in that place, you start to get dry. And that's what we're going to talk about today in Ezekiel 37. And you know... This portion of scripture is the valley of the dry bones. Now, there's many, many, many um, sermons that come out of this. There's many things that come out of uh, Ezekiel, and um, but the Lord, I'm going to share what the Lord ministered to me. Now, for the sake of time, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I am going to point out some some things. Uh, In Ezekiel 37 That's really really Going to minister to you It's really really going to Going to challenge you And uh, uh, Set some things free Amen Now Here we go Get ready family Here we go We had asked the question If we polled a lot of believers And said they feel empty what would they come up with? Would they be just saying, we're we're empty and we're dry and we're just going through the motions just to try to generate some life in our spirit? Now, this is what the Lord told Ezekiel. He took him up to the valley and he showed him the dry bones. And when Ezekiel seen the dry bones and the Lord asked to him in chapter 11, then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the, I'm sorry, wait a minute, let me go back. Uh, let's go, I went too far ahead. In chapter three, I mean, verse three of chapter 37, and he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, "O oh Lord God, you know, and I'm reading out of the New King James, by the way, you know, you know. Only you know, Lord. So the Lord took Ezekiel there and showed him the state, showed him the state of Israel, dry bones. And I know with everything that means that God has allowed this to come upon us this year to show us our dry bones, to show the church the dry bones. And he's taking ministers, he's taken people out there and, and taking them and showing them this and are showing them this. And he's asking them that question today. Can these bones live again? And you made a great point, sis, when you said people don't want to go back to church because it was dry. There was no life in it. There was no spirit in it. It was just going through the motions for the sake of of going through the motions. See, whenever we get in the presence of God, says, there should be some type of life. Amen. Some type of life. But yeah. if we get stuck going in this perpetual circle of dryness, just going through the motions religiously, just for the sake of pleasing others. Wow. Think about it. Pleasing others. For some sort of status or acceptance, and we're not experiencing life, then what are we doing? We have to say to ourselves, yeah, we are that valley of dry bones. Uh And God showed Ezekiel the condition that Israel was in when he showed him to the dry bones. In, in verse 4, he said, and he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And that's what God is saying here right now today, family. As we prophesy the word of the Lord to the body of Christ, to these dry bones, that they have life again. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm getting excited now. That they have life again. You know, because so long, we, you know, since we've got dried up,
0: Uh we've allowed Uh
2: religion to dry us up,
0: Amen. where
2: when you get to that point, religion has no hope in it, (laughs) and that's the Uh thing we've been holding on to, because we just said, when you're in the presence of God, that is life. It should be Amen. life, right? But when you right. have a religion to do it for you, you get dried up because there's no life, there's no hope, there's only hopelessness that can come from it. Amen. 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 So, um, you know, when you're there, you're dried up. All hope is perished, and that means that means now, family, that you suffered from spiritual emptiness. And that is where we're at. That's where we want to part. That's what we want to minister to today is the spiritual emptiness. Because, see, when there's no hope, there can be no life. Where there's no life, there can be no ministry of the Lord. And that is the yes. key thing. I want you to write it down. I want you to put it on the refrigerator. Put it on the dashboard of your car because where there's no hope, there's no life, and where there's, life, there's where there's no life, there can be no ministry of the Lord. And we're going to see that in Ezekiel chapter thirty-seven. Amen. Did you have anything that you wanted to ask us before we go?
0: You know, the thing that I want to, uh, I'm thinking of as you're sharing, brother, is that even as you read Ezekiel, the the to me, uh, the uh, the word that 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 comes out is. God commanded him to prophesy. So, yes. and we know Ezekiel is a is the prophet for that time. He's one of the major prophets, and so God was speaking to him through him. Amen. So I, that's the key. That's an important uh, point for us right there. That uh, only did God expose to him the condition of his people, but he gave him the solution for his people. Amen. Even these were dry bones. I mean, these bones were so dry. There was no meat, no muscle, nothing attached to them. That's how dry they were. Um, And in the natural, it it gave the appearance that they could not be revived. They could not live again. And and that's exactly what God said. Can these bones live again? Well, no, bones can't live again. But he Mm. said to him, this is the worst of the worst. This is as dead as you can get. There is nothing mm-hmm. there clinging to cling into those bones that actually uh, 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 signified any life. Nothing. Just bare bones. And God said, prophesy to them. Prophesy to them. And, 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 and I'm, I'm going back to that point, brother, because I believe that's still true today. I believe God Amen. is still saying to people today, prophesy to the situation. Prophesy uh, to it. And, and uh, I believe that that if we go back to the beginning of the year or even to the latter part of last year and we inquire, we'll find out that God gave the word to his prophets of the hour to make them aware of what was about to take place. Amen?
2: Amen. And
0: we begin. See those things manifest. The new year came in. So sure God, it is. It, God's desire and design for us that we not be ignorant. We not be ignorant of Satan's devices. We not be ignorant of what's happening in uh, uh, in, the, in this day in this hour, because God will always reveal it to His servants, the prophets. Amen. Now, did we believe? Did we adhere to wow. it? Maybe a little bit. Wow. Maybe we thought a good word. Maybe we thought, ooh. ooh. But but, <laughs> but at the end of the day, and here we are now, and we can better say, maybe I didn't take it as serious. Maybe I didn't pray right. it through. Maybe I didn't believe right. it was really the word of the Lord. Maybe naturally I said it's impossible for all of that to happen. But here we Amen. are. And the Here only we thing we can see is you know what? God warned us through the prophets. God yep. warned us through the prophets. So yeah. that's that's what I pulled from Ezekiel, brother, that God was speaking to his prophet of the hour, telling him to do what God had anointed him to do. So maybe it's right. time for the church to repent and look back at the prophetic. Maybe they maybe mm-hmm. we will hear what our spiritual ears, spiritual eyes, what thus saith the Lord is for this hour. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. I had, uh, we started something up in the spirit because I just got a message uh, uh, offline that Pastor Chris wants to come in. He said he was just doing cartwheels and flips over there. He couldn't contain himself because the spirit of the Lord was moving on him. (laughs) So, so, uh, so much in this area. So, Pastor Chris, we would be blessed at this time that the Lord could use you
1: as we talk about these dry bones. Amen. Amen. God bless both of you, Pastor Gene and Brother Don. I'm call you Minister Don from now on, but Minister Don. In the building, but yeah, I was over here about to fall out of my seat, you know. And I'm like, brother Don again. And see, this this is this is how God does stuff, family. I haven't talked to brother Don, and he is in the same vein because I was just studying about this. But of course, y'all know me. I'm gonna flip it and give you a little bit more of a reason why. We are in the state we're in. You know, it, it, the, 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 the message was entitled State of Emergency. Now, it was coming out of Ezekiel, which was perfect, about the dry bones. Now, I'm going to lay this a little bit to throw a little, uh, throw a little uh, chink in the chain. But what I've learned, uh, Pastor Gene and Brother Don, is that emptiness can help you recognize your soul's true desires. Uh-oh, I don't, think, I don't think they heard that Sometimes when you're in your empty place When God has us in where he has us right now A lot of us never seen that place We've never seen that we have a, a different desire He won't Uh be ashamed of it if you brought it uh, out in the atmosphere, but this is what this whole COVID-19 thing, it's an attention seeker. See, we haven't seen nothing yet. Just like you said, Brother Don, we ain't seen nothing yet. He's preparing us for war. COVID is just the beginning. Now, this will identify the emptiness that can help us recognize what's truly in our heart or in our soul. Okay, so how do we combat that? I'm glad you asked. Again, you said it again, Brother Don. Religion's just not going to cut it anymore. The cliches that we learned for the last 25, 30 years aren't going to cut it no more. Just because you know a couple of Bible verses is not going to cut it anymore. You have to have a relationship, an intimate relationship. And I'm not talking nasty. I'm talking word, prayer, being in your secret place, getting your soul renewed and revived. That's how we will overcome the stage one of emptiness. Number two, emptiness is restless if we keep it there. Uh Uh-oh. Emptiness and restlessness can be be stable in our lives if we keep it there. So here's the remedy for that. We allow the emptiness and the restlessness. Oh, man, I can't serve in my church no more. We heard it. I, I hear it all the time. Oh, I can't serve as a deacon anymore, so let me go across the street to the bar and get lit. Mm. See, we, see, This mm. is where the true desire is exposed because we don't have the mm. works anymore to show our faith in church or to elevate mm. our current status in the building so pastor mm-hmm. and first lady can see we're doing the work. Mm. Keyword. Yeah. Work, we're not, we're not living the truth because we're so busy doing the work. So when we're off Mm. of work, what do we do in the flesh when we're off work? Let's keep it real. So when we get off of work, a lot of us either go to the bottle, watch TV, sit Mm. there for hours. Mm. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have no no desire to go to God and say, God, can you fill me up? Because I just got cussed out, and I wanted to cuss somebody out, but I, I I know you you told me not to. See, we don't be real with this thing, Brother Don and Pastor Gene. We, we be faking the funk on a nasty dunk. We throw all these cliches and all this stuff, and we expect God to move in our emptiness. But see, sometimes God puts us in that place to accept expand yes. our spirit sometimes he puts us yes. in that place to give us something new something fresh yes. we we can't go by the same feelings oh we see our hair uh going up on our arms so we think god is gonna do something or say something god wants to give us a newness that's why Amen. we're in this place of emptiness yes. and fear because god's trying yes. to tell us something and if we don't get the memo quick we're going to be in trouble. We got to ask mm. God for deeper trust in him. Key word. The greatest, human, uh, the greatest human kryptonite is the word trust. If you don't believe mm. me, look at your natural situations with your marriages, with your kids, with your mama, with Pookie and them. We got trust issues with just the natural things. So why don't you yep. think you're going to have trust issues with the spiritual things cuz you can't see God. So of course hey, you're going to exactly. be like, "Oh man, I got trust issues cuz I see all these people dying around me. I see everybody hey. losing their job. I see pr- the president hey. acting crazy. Oh, the nations just going uproar. There's a reason for it." If you read your word, family, the hey, word hey. is the word has to play itself out. God promised his return, and he's got a clean house. But he is raising up the end-time warriors to bring as many people to the flock as possible before his return. This is why you feel empty, family. This is why you feel your bones are dried up, because God's going to bring you something New. No. I'm not talking about Oh, the, the cliches you hear With these big time dollar preachers I'm t- You don't gotta yeah, pay yeah. me To give you a word The word is right here Christ is inviting hey. us Into yeah. our lives He is inviting us to have relationship In our lives yeah. He's inviting us yeah. to spend time with him In our lives yeah. He is asking us To trust him Even in the midst of pain sorrow. Yeah. You're seeing people yeah. leave this earth for no apparent reason. God is trying to do something. And I don't mean to take over, but it, I, I, I couldn't help myself. I had to say this because people are so busy blaming God for nonsense. And if you read mm-hmm. your word, God is cleaning out the nonsense. I don't think they heard Pastor Gene. God oh, is cleaning out say- the nonsense. Yeah. We got Mm -hmm. too many people in the pulpit and they're still regurgitating the same Mm -hmm. word and they adding a new Mm -hmm. spin to it, but Mm -hmm. they still want you to sow a $1,000 seed. Look through the Mm -hmm. smoke and mirrors. Family, he doesn't Mm -hmm. care how much money you Mm sow. He wants your heart Mm -hmm. and he wants you to be Mm -hmm. new. He's tired of the Mm -hmm. religious mumbo jumbo. He's tired of us going Mm -hmm. through the motions. He wants us to yes. die to ourselves Hallelujah. and be risen with him. Mm. I need to stop, and I need to get some water, and I'm going to pass it back <laughs> over to you two because I'm going to take this show over, so I'm going to take a break. So, Brother Don, Pastor Dean, I'll be here if you need me, but I'm done. Back to you. Hey
2: Amen, boy.
0: That
1: was oh, I...
2: I I heard the smoke detectors going off in the background. (laughs) But that's what it's about, folks. You know, the word of God brings life. It brings life. And, you know, we can't tell you enough. And and I think that that's why um, um, when Pastor Gene had mentioned, you know, people don't want to go back because there's no life. They don't feel any life. And God is really showing us actually how dried up it is. Now, now watch this, yeah. family. Stay close. Listen to this, sis. Because when we look at the place where God took Ezekiel, he uh-huh. took him up top so he could look down in the valley. So that means that, means that it was on display. That means mm. that the bones have been in this state for a very long time, mm. and they were on public mm. display. See, because God yeah. took them up and told them to look down at these dry bones. Yep. See, and, yep. and and that's what's happened, ball. family. It's been like put that. on public display that God is looking down and saying, man, if God prophesied to this, I put it on display. I put it, not only you, but everybody can see the condition and the state that they're in right now. They're on public display. And if we look back, family, if we just really, in retrospect, hindsight, look back, we can see how long we've been on public display in our Mm drive. We can look Mm -hmm. at the church and see how long it's been on display being dry with no light. And God took Ezekiel, the prophet, and said excuse me, look down at these bones that have no life at all. Just chaos, just baking in the day after day with no hope for life. And, you know, if we look at it in today's time, there's many people here that are drowning in a sea of hopelessness, surrounded by a land called emptiness, where it's always cloudy, and the only light at the end of the tunnel that you see is the speeding car coming your way. If you're you right there right now, then this word here today is for you. This is God prophesying to your dry bones today to take you Amen. out of that perpetual fog of despair and overcast skies to get you out of that place to say that I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. See, because Mm-hmm. Jesus said, I come to give you life, not death. I come to give you life and life more abundantly. And that life of abundantly is at this absence of emptiness and dryness. See, Pastor Chris, you started something now, you done ignited something now. We we, we rolling <laughs> on this. I was gonna take a break, but I gotta stay right here right now. And going back to chapter three, I'm sorry, sis, did you have something?
0: No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. I, I, I,
2: uh, uh, um, uh, and if we go back to verse 3 in chapter 37, it, it, what God is telling Ezekiel, and he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? He's saying, in essence, you know, it, 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 it's, it's. And, and, and Ezekiel said, So I answered, Oh Lord, only you know. Ezekiel looked down and said, Lord, it's only so bad. This thing is so bad. Can anything be done to fix this situation? And, okay. and 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 Ezekiel responded, "Lord, I don't know what to do." But let's ask, let's see why they got dry. Since let, let's 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 look at that because Pastor Chris touched on that a little bit um, um, earlier about about the state of emptiness when they're in and about being being dry. So how did the bones get dry? How did they get dry? And the thing that we have to be honest with ourselves, family, is if we look at it from a natural standpoint and we look at the solar system, Mercury is the closest to the sun. Pluto is the furthest from the sun. And the closer you are to the sun, Mercury, the hotter it is. The further away from the sun, Pluto, the colder it is. Now stay with me. I'm going somewhere. Whenever you are out of fellowship with God, it will cause you to dry up. So what am I saying? I'm saying that the church has been out of fellowship with God. Yeah, I said it. Because that's the only way that you can get dry. When you in fellowship with the Lord there is life. There is life. Thing that, that I want to show you today, family, you know, because I know the churches are closed, fellowship is non existent, but God is really showing us how dry we are. Now watch this, sis. Listen to this. If there's no celebration, which is normal, and dryness is the exception. That's the way it's supposed to be. If dryness is the normal celebration and celebration the acceptance, that's because we've been distanced from God. Now, how long have we been in that place where we have not experienced that joy, since I'm talking about in the church. I'm talking about the body of Christ, that true joy. How long have we just been in the valley existing, baking in the sun? How long have we been doing that? You know, and that's the thing that we want to touch on today. That's the thing that that we want to open up because God is ready to deal with these dry bones. He's ready. He's ready to deal with the dry bones. And I know he's raising up prophets in this hour to prophesy to these dry bones. Amen. Did you have anything you wanted to add to Pastor Jean, you still there?
0: I'm here, brother. I'm sorry. We're asking oh, no. how long have we, how long have we been in this condition, brother? You know, uh, let's let's go back and see what caused the condition, and when we see what caused the condition, you know what? That will uh, give us an idea of how long we've been wandering in the wilderness. Hmm.
2: Amen. so Amen. We, we
0: we we find that some of the conditions that create a valley of dry bones would be religion, division, yes. right yes. Uh, so let's let's see where we are in the church. If we just look at those two things, how long have have we settled for religion or rituals or going through the motions? or just serving God from a mental ascent, not even not even knowing how to rightly interpret the scripture and, and and because the scripture says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So if we're in bondage no. to religion, how long have we been there? Mm. If there if the spirit of the Lord brings liberty and we're in bondage mm. to religion and we're divided and separated, and we're attacking one another, then where is the Spirit of the Lord? Because when the Spirit of the Lord comes, it exposes those things, and it has the power to deal with them. So if we were the dead before this happened, amen, let's backtrack Mm -hmm. and see how long have we been there. How long have we been in Lodabar? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm. 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 Amen. And, and, and Amen. because you know we, we, we you know the, 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 the thing that God wants us to see is where what our condition really is. So that we mm. can come to him and cry out to him. As you as you read Ezekiel, God basically said, I'm gonna save you. I right. will do this. I will right, be right. so that I can be your God. And you can be my people. And, you know, mm. brother, right now, though we are in this place of dryness, God is stirring up something. Just like Hallelujah. he did in the day of Ezekiel. Right at the worst time, at our lowest point, where the church is saying, you know, where what in the world are we doing? We were not mm. up- prepared for this attack. I mean, that's what I saw. I saw that God had made us to be the head; that God had given us authority, but the church was silent in the midst of it all, brother. Very, m- the majority of the church was running to buy tissue and water. The majority <laughs> of the church was buying oh. out the, the lost <laughs> all. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, 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 but <laughs> you know what? We weren't on. We weren't on our post. That's right. I never heard God say oh God. go buy Lysol or tissue paper. We didn't <laughs> use our spiritual weapons, so we had to resort to natural provisions. Wow. Wow. So so wow. this really showed us where our hope was. It was in a box of tissue paper and a wow. can of Lysol. See what wow. just and,
2: ministered and if so we much. could just
0: if we would admit, <laughs> help me, Jesus, I didn't want to come on here today and do this. If we come would on. just admit, this is where we put our trust a yeah. box of tissue paper and a can of Lysol mm. and a mask. If we could just mm. say, Lord God, is this where we have, is this where it has come to?
2: Jeez. God, God,
0: where, what happened to the authority that we had? What what happened to mm. us being the head and not uh, the tail? What happened to all of those mighty words we spit out and preached out at the people? What happened? See, mm. this should have shown us our true condition. Yes. That, it, it, it should have brought us to a point of saying, Lord, something is wrong here. Father God, where are your people? Where is this mighty army? Father God, what is it you would have us to do? Are we supposed to speak to it? Couldn't we couldn't warfare through those masks. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. I mean,
2: Amen. I mean,
0: you understand. You know what I mean. You got, y'all got yeah. me, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so this situation was supposed to show us just like God was showing those people during that time. This is your true condition. Mm, now come mm, to me mm, mm, though your sin be as scarlet, I will wash you white as snow, but hallelujah. you know the sad part is, brother, that some of us are so concerned about opening the church that that we haven't heard from the Lord while god brought us why God brought us out of the church,
2: right. Right. are you hearing me right.
0: so that yes. means that we're going to go back in the church to doing the same old dead thing we did before God same closed thing. the church. Woo! and that's, that's, the, that's where that's why the true people of God should be grieved right now because there's some that's going back into the same fit in the church, coating people, trying to sleep with people, trying to get collections, mm. Trying to have a birthday anniversary and they this and that anniversary and 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 take, get a collection so they could get a bigger church. Same old stuff.
2: Wow. Same old stuff. Wow.
0: You understand? I mean, and, and God is proving our hearts through it all. Through it mm. all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, He
0: has. I, I didn't want to go here, but past is Pastor Chris's fault. You all is that my fault? Yeah, I know. <laughs>
2: I I, I hear him tap dancing in the background So
0: Pastor
2: Keith, if you still out there The baton is
1: yours, sir You can run with it if you'd like Oh Lord, see, you're going to get me started I was trying to be good See, I was trying to be good But since you asked I'm going to be obedient to the spirit So How does God How does Christ Want us to grow in this experience Pastor Gene and Brother Don Well The only way through this season is, well, you got to go through it. You have to acknowledge it, and you have to talk about it with others. So in other words, you got to keep it real, like the young cats say. Keep it real. Keep it 100. Keep it on fleek. All the stuff they use. So pretty much we got to be real with it. That's how God's going to make the change. But, see, we don't want to preach that because, again, we're still trying to get our pockets fat. Uh Uh-oh. So we don't want to say you have to acknowledge that you have a weakness, bishop, apostle, prophet. We don't want to say that because we have an image to maintain. But God doesn't care about image. He's stripping us. Can't you see? What's going on The the roles are being Reversed in the spirit Now I'm still learning about The spiritual realm stuff But what God is telling me You don't have to be the most perfect The most analytical The most eloquent The most agreed You you could just be a cat on the street That was homeless Had nowhere to go And I can still use you If you let me God is taking us to another place. See, people aren't seeing this, which gives them the, which gives us permission to admit our own emptiness within. This is what this season is about. We have to admit to ourselves, and we have to be, like they say, we have to uh, uh, keep, uh, not keep tabs, but we have to iron sharpen iron. That quote is so used. In the church, and it sounds so good, but when you have a man or woman that comes to you, Pastor, Bishop, Apostle, when you have these individuals that are spilling their guts and telling you they are empty, they have permission to be. See, we are taught, Pastor Gene, that we're not supposed to be empty. We're always supposed to be overflowing with the oil and all this stuff we be saying in church. But emptiness is where God does his greatest work. You need to know that if you experience this right now, if you're not, al- you're not alone, everyone is going through this. If you're keeping it real, everyone's going through this. Countless saints across the nation, across the world, are going through this right now. If you're keeping track in the spirit, of course they ain't going to tell you through Facebook. Uh-oh. Through Instagram, uh-oh. Through through some of the churches that still have the authority to open and, and close their doors because they got the handshake from the government or they got their quick payday, so they could stay open and 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 expose more people. But see, I ain't gonna even go there because that's a whole nother show, whole nother topic. You you know that we are wrestling with the questions. We wrestle. With the fact that we're dealing with stuff We are not Christ Our mission is to be Christ-like What are you talking about, Thomas? Well, I'm glad you asked We have to admit to God That we will never be what his son was But make me who I can be (laughs) And as close to who I can be with your son dying for me He shed his blood He did what he had to do He was the most perfect saint in the world But he is the ultimate Example for us To not lose hope Because he could have lost yeah. hope When he was in the garden of Gethsemane yeah. He could have lost hope and say, You know what God I'm done I want you to take me home now I'm not dying for these fools Because they don't know how to act He could have, He could have been mm. real with that He could have let his human side take over, but he knew he had a mission. He was a warrior. We preach Christ to be the lamb all the time, but he's a lion. Underneath the love, the healings, him being uh, uh, so so intrigued and so engulfed with his father's business, he stayed in his own cocoon. But when you pushed Mm. him to the limit, the lion came out. And that's how we got to be, because we have to surrender ourselves. That's the problem. We don't want to surrender, Pastor Gene and Brother Don. We got so caught up in our image that we got to keep our image good. And that's the problem. We don't want to surrender that. We got millions of dollars in my brand So I can't tell the people I still got a sin problem. I can't tell the people I still like the same sex. Or I can't tell the people that I still robbing them, even though I tell them I'll send them a prayer cloth if they sow a $1,000 seed. See, all this stuff is being exposed. And yes, you may not see it right now. But I guarantee you, the people that you look up to, the people that you've been sowing into, the people that's been telling you all the nice stuff and still want you to give, and not giving you no power, no principles, no tools to get you out of your stuff. But they want to, they, they want you to give your stuff and surrender everything to them. You surrender to God, not man, including myself. You surrender to Christ. And if God leads you to give, that's great. I'm not saying don't give. But what I am saying is you need to understand that God is turning the page. He is leading a people that's not going to be afraid to speak the truth. And if that means we only have two listeners, that's fine. Because God's going to plant the seed, and from those two listeners, it's going to be five. And from the five, it's going to be 10. And from the 10, it's going to be 20. It will multiply itself. We're not caught up on numbers. We ain't caught up on status. We want you to be that end-time warrior that God is calling us to be in these times. He wants people to be shaken. That's why we have COVID. He wants people to be moved. Mm. He wants people to see that President Trump can't save you. Oh, the presidential Mm. election can't save you. The stimulus checks can't save you. Only he can save you, period. And he wants us to trust him fully. He promises to give us and us everything that he has if we only surrender Everything we are To him I can stake my life on that one Because he saved my life And I should have been gone So I owe him I owe him He didn't have to I was running amok I was running from my destiny I didn't want it And I'm going to be real I didn't want any of it But guess what It took me being laid on my back which it shouldn't have been in the first place, but this is an example, and that's why I go hard the way I go hard, because he didn't have to save me. He could have just let me die, and I'll be home in glory, and I would have been sitting here uh, uh, moping because God had so much plans for me, but I decided to do my own thing, and I wanted to give God my half-baked anointing. Uh Uh-oh. or I wanted to Mm. give God my half-baked voice, Or my half-baked five-point sermons so it sounds good Uh to the people. The only thing Uh you need right now, family, is to rest in knowing that you are in good company. And just be that. Be still. And know that I am God. And let God do his thing in your life, man. Let me be quiet. Go ahead, brother Don. Pastor G. y'all better take these reins, cause I'ma keep going. I'ma be quiet. I'm done.
2: Hallelujah. That's what it's about, family. That's when you know there's life in the word that God is bringing forth. Amen. Hey, man, this just ain't no, no, no word to keep you in your dryness. This is. This word right here today is to bring you out of that place. And, you know, as both of you were ministering, I was just sitting back here, and the Lord was ministering, and he was showing me when he took Ezekiel that the valley is a place where God really wants to deal with us. And we forget that sometimes. We reject that time where God, you know, it's really a place where God is saying, look, I love you so much, I'm not going to let you stay in this condition and in this state. And we've got to stop rejecting that, people We've got to start reje- stop rejecting that, family See, because God wants us to be like Mercury You know, I told you a few minutes ago About the planet and the solar system Mercury is the hottest because it's closest to the sun Pluto is the coldest because it's the furthest away from the sun And God wants us to be like Mercury But too often, we want to be like Pluto See, we want to be in the same orbit, close enough to be in the same galaxy, but not disciplined enough to be next to it. See, I can say that because if you take 2019, let's look back. Let's look back at 2019 real quick, just a snapshot. We had churches on every corner, we had Christian radio, Christian TV. We had all the outlets to make us look like Mercury, but we chose to be like Pluto. And why is that? Both Pastor Chris and Pastor Gene hit it right on the head, and I'm glad that they did. What happened was, as a body, we idolized the establishment over worshiping a sovereign God. And when you do that, you're going to create distance. And when you create distance, you create dryness. And when you have that dryness, you're in a place of hopelessness. But you say, Brother Don, that's not true. Oh, okay, I'm glad you asked. Last year you had 52 Sundays you probably went to church. You had 52 Wednesdays. You went to three conferences, and you're still dry. You did devotionals every day. You prayed um uh, a prayer meeting, prayer group twice a week. And you still drive. That is because and, and I'm willing to bet That you idolize the establishment And where we idolize the establishment Is when we put the men and women of God That's operating in office Pastor, bishop, prophet, evangelist, teacher Over the sovereign God You're going to create distance He's not going to be second to no one I don't care how anointed you think they are He's not going to be second and when if you give if you start idolizing the establishment over the sovereign God, then you're gonna create distance. And then as you create the distance, you're gonna get dry. And then when you dry, there's hopelessness. See, and that's the thing religion does. It distances us from fellowship with the Lord. See, and the thing about it, you know the biggest problem, Pastor Gene, Pastor Chris, about the valley of the dry bones, the biggest issue. When Ezekiel uh-huh. was lo- uh, looking down, uh-huh. the biggest issue was as much as they wanted to, even if they could, the person next to him couldn't help him because they were just as dry as they were. A uh-huh. the whole uh-huh. the nation just dry. See, and whenever uh-huh. you go to someone else other than God to fix your dryness, then you've made him your idol. That's right. Huh. When I go to Pastor Gene to say help me with my dryness instead of going to God, now I put Pastor Gene in the place of God when only God can do it what, will what deal with my dryness. Pastor Gene can't fix my dryness. I can't fix hers. I would neither be Pastor Gene can fix Pastor Chris. That's right. And if we look around and go to each other, we'll never come out of that place because you can't. Just like in the Valley of Bones, the person next to him was just as dry as they. Word Anything you go for your spiritual need Anything else That you go to help your spiritual Need I'm going to say it one more time Anything else You go to other than God for your Spiritual need makes you An idolatry Oh my God See We're not sharing this to keep you dry Or hopeless but we're Sharing this to tell you There is Hope There is hope family There is hope That's why God took Ezekiel to the top of the mountain To look in the valley God was bringing hope to a hopeless situation He was bringing the hope He was bringing it And I love the way uh, Pastor Gene uh, uh, eloquently said it In the beginning of the program He has a solution But sometimes We're so dry, we're looking at the other person just trying to figure out, am I drier than him or is he drier than me, that we're not looking for the hope. We're comparing each other's dryness rather than looking for the hope. See, the hope is in the midst of all this problem, all the problems that we've been talking about here, there's a solution. And I'm going to go to Ezekiel 37. Verse 12 And I'm going to read that I'm reading uh, um, Out of the New King James It says Therefore Prophesy and say to them Thus saith the Lord God Behold O my people I will open your graves And cause you to come up from your graves And bring you into the land Of Israel See God gives us the good news God is going to make these bones live again. So that's where we got to understand. That's where we need to know that God is always looking to bring hope in this situation. Even in the pandemic, even what we're going through right now, even the attitudes and, and, and the feelings about the way the church is, God is bringing hope. He's restoring hope It may not look like what you think is going to look like But hope is on its way You just got to be ready to receive it You know it's just like With the the dry bones They could not complain from where the, Their hope was going to come from They just wanted hope And so we've got to understand That, that God is giving us promises That we're going to move forward And Uh and give us that hope. Amen, amen, amen. I uh, Did you have anything you wanted to uh, add, Pastor G? No problem. I'm good. Amen, amen. So the good news that we're bringing you today is no matter how dry or how long you've been dry, You can live again. Why? Because in verse 12, God says, I will lift you out of your grave. See, God will take your current situation, just like in the world today, and resurrect it to make it live again, to restore life once more. See, and that's the thing that we, 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 I want you to understand, family. God hasn't forgotten about it. He's just trying to show us something. He's just trying to point us in a direction that we can come out of the state that we're in. See, and if you're looking for the church to open and, and, and pastor to help you out of it, then it's not going to happen because chances is he's just as dry as you are. And what it is is there's a valley. Of these dry bones And them bones have been on display for a long time So you think if they could have Got up and got out of that valley They would But they were in a place of dryness That they gave up on hope They were living in perpetual hopelessness And what God was saying to the man of God Can these bones live again That is the call that hope is on its way Help is getting ready to come I'm getting ready to do something mighty I'm getting ready to do something spectacular That's going to blow your mind and I know in the beginning of this year, God has set us up to show us our dryness, and he's raising up Ezekiel, and he's saying, can these bones live again? Can my church be restored once again? And he's trying to show us these places that are dry. He's trying to bring life back to these places. Amen. Amen. See, because, Amen. Um, right now, family, when you look at it, We are in a position, right now, we are in a position for a miracle. See, God is looking to restore the life back in these bones that religion caused to die in his church. God is looking to restore us with life where religion looked to kill and cause it to die. See, because when you get in times like this, family, when you go through things like this, this is a shaking. And if you ever know that when, when God does a, a shaking, he, he does it um, to bring uh, revival and, and resurrection. That means resurrection yeah. means you rise to new life. See, and that's Amen. the thing that we forget sometimes is that we, we understand about restoration, but sometimes there has to be a resurrection. There has to be a resurrection <laughs> to oh, new life. Amen. Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead, Pastor.
0: No, I'm
2: I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. Oh, Amen. So you 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 have to rise to new life, new relationships. See, you can't be resurrected into the old. You can only be resurrected into the new. And that's the thing that Pastor Gene touched on. We want to get resurrected back in the old, but God says I can't do it like that. I'm not going to do it that way. If I resurrect you, it's going to be to resurrect you into the new and not that of old, because the thing that, the the thing, go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: You know, brother, the the word of the Lord that came to us in our fellowship is that he wants to, he wants to cause us to have new skin, so we can, we can contain the new wine. We can't, God is pouring out new wine. But we want to, we want him to fill us up. But we got old wine skin, and new mm. wine will cause that old wine skin to burst. That's scriptural, amen. But God amen. is saying, us in our fellowship. But I am the one that can make your skin pliable. I am the mm. one by my God, that can come in and make you new, so you can you can obtain and hold the new thing that I'm doing. But all your own the old thinking, your old way of religiously doing things cannot obtain or contain the new thing that I'm releasing.
2: Wow, hallelujah. Mm Amen. Oh, Amen. My God. And, and you know, and, and I'm gonna put this on the table, and, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the ball to, to Pastor Chris, cause I just feel it in my spirit. See, and, and you know, Pastor Chris, Pastor Gene, the thing that's holding back the body of Christ right now, and the Lord just ministered this: you can't revive that which is dead; it has to be resurrected. You can't revive that which is dead. It has to be resurrected. And religion and the false doctrine and all of this stuff has come into the body of Christ over the years and just caused it to flatline and die. And people want to go back to a revival when they really need is a resurrection. Something into the new They need to be resurrected into the new Because we can't go off of what we were going off of We have to be resurrected We were so dry and moved so far away From the fellowship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ That we just literally spiritually laid there dry and dead No tissue, no sinews on us at all there has to be a resurrection that takes place into the new that we can live again as a body, worshiping, and serving. And you know, see, because the word says the joy of the Lord is my strength. And if you're dry, you can't have no joy. And if you have no joy, then you really have no strength. And God is trying to pick us up through this point and say, look, I'm here to resurrect you. Into this new thing that's coming on. I'm here to resurrect you into the new. Stop rejecting that. You cannot go back to the old. That's why, in a lot of places, you're still seeing the, the, the conflict and the static of the churches not being open, is because they're looking for revival when they need a resurrection. I'm right there, I'm going to set it down. I'm going to pass you the ball, Pastor Chris. We're going to tag team this thing in the spirit till til, til, til we get it through. So if you're still there, you have an
1: opportunity to go, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'm over here just like see. I'm I'm waiting for Pastor Gene to set it off. That's that's what I'm doing. I, I keep on passing the baton so Pastor Gene can send the lightning bolt. So I'm gonna go ahead and do it one more time in the spirit. So let me pass the torch real quick. But I wanted to bring another element of Jesus with this whole context of what you're talking about about dry bones being resurrected. I wanted to pr- expose some things. Now, we always teach about how great Jesus was. We always teach about all the miracles, signs and the wonders that Jesus did. But we never talk about the human element of Jesus. Uh-oh. Now, I'm going to I'm going to throw these things at the family real quick and this blessed me because when I started reading this I was like, Man, nobody even taught about this. So here we go. We got there's some principles here that was gathered about the about what Jesus went through. And we can take these, we can apply these principles into our own encounter encounters. And this is how we can combat the spirit of dry bones. Emptiness, fear, doubt, all that, to build, to resurrect, and to bring the spirit of the warrior. Here we go. Now, Jesus went through, y'all remember the story when he was in the wilderness and Satan was tempting him. But what we were not taught was this that oh, the devil took advantage of Jesus at the moment of weakness. Let me explain, because Jesus was not eating, he had no food, no water, he was just doing it, straight, dealing with, dying to his flesh, all in the spirit, and this is when Satan comes in, look at the comparison, every time you're in a weak place, every time you feel some kind of way, every time you doubt, that's a moment of weakness, and the devil likes to twist the scriptures, uh-oh, and appeal it to make it sound like it's an application of faith. I don't think they heard that. When we listen to certain folk, not saying all preachers, but certain pe- preachers like to twist the scriptures to appeal to the where you are. For example, when we're at our lowest point and y'all can remember this whether you're a baby saint or a seasoned vet. You remember this when you're at your lowest point and, you, and you're listening to your favorite preacher and that preacher tells you to fit, get that deliverance, to get your faith restored. Just do a faith seed of $1,000 or $500. you all remember that. So through his attempts that Satan t- tried to tempt Jesus, he had failed. He was able to take Jesus for the ride, but what Satan did not know, and you and everyone knows how narcissistic and delusional and how he makes looks and make things sound so good that he thought he could let or get the Son of Man to worship him. But let me tell you why he couldn't. And these are the key principles that will make us win and build our spirits. Number one, each time he was tempted, he leveraged to the written word of God to his opponent. Well, if you don't know the scriptures from the back of your hand, I guarantee you, you could just open up the book of the word and find in the, in the concordance Whatever you're going through, and you read those scriptures. That's number one. Number two, he didn't compromise. Uh oh. That's a big one, Brother Donna, Pastor Gene. He didn't, Jesus didn't compromise. So why are we? But he maintained his what? His, his integrity and he held his ground. Uh oh. Number three, He was already abiding in the leading of the Spirit and submission to the Father. We, again, we were talking about trust. We're talking about dry bones, resurrection. He submitted to the will of the Father. He already made his decision. That's number three. Number four, his loyalty to his Father never wavered. Uh Uh-oh. Pastor Gene, Brother Don, I think we all had that problem at some point of our walk because Jesus never wavered in his loyalty to God because even when he was on the cross, he still kept his loyalty to his father. He trusted in the fact that his sacrifice would save our souls. Now, you can't tell me that ain't a ride or die. You can't tell me that ain't loyalty. So number five, his faithfulness left Satan with nothing else to do but leave. So here we go. Each time we go through it, each time we're going through a battle, each time we feel empty, each time we want to quit, we he we have leverage in the written word of God. We cannot compromise. We have to maintain our integrity and hold our ground no matter what it looks like. We have to know that he has already done the work for us. All we have to do is submit to the will of the Father and the faithfulness that we have in him. And Satan will never, ever Ever take your soul? He has no choice but to leave. And with that comes the birthing. The birthing happens of the spiritual warrior because the greatest challenge is going through. And the greatest challenge of Christ's ministry started at the Garden of Gethsemane. We need to read the word, family. He wasn't weak, he was the lion. Throughout the whole process, he stood his ground. He stood what he knew that his father promised. We got to stand, family. We got to understand that God promised us what he promised us in his word. And I ain't talking about houses and cars, I'm talking about spiritual manifestation things that you've never seen, real healing, real resurrection real real restorement of the soul of people that are sick that are dying people with cancer people with terminal illness the spirit of god is going to pour out in these last days and the young ones will see the vision it's in the word and you see it now these young kids are prophesying and talking about what's to come but we ain't listening we still we still paying our top preachers to stay rich and the young ones are speaking the truth. The prophets are arising. The young ones are tapping the dreams. They're seeing the visions. And we have to let God be God. We are not down. We are not out. All the things I will transfer to you if you will fall down and worship who? Me. We got to stop the nonsense. We got to continue to walk this fight. We got to ask God for something new. I'm tired of seeing the old praise breaks on you YouTube. I'm tired of hearing the same old, same old, all that nonsense. Preach the word of God and stop entertaining. Give the people what they need. They need to have strength in this time, and the warrior is in you, family. It's in you. Ask God for it. Stop asking Bishop and Pastor and Apostle and all these people. Ask God, and he will give it to you. Man, Brother Don, I'm going a, I'm to a take down the mic. I'm closing up shop over here before I blow up. I'm done. Back to you.
2: Amen, amen, hallelujah Boy, family, we We uh, <laughs> we kept Full throttle today We kept the, the pedal to the metal And we're going full throttle Today, you know um, And I apologize To the ministers, we didn't take a break But I just, we were just flowing In the, in the spirit of the Lord And I just wanted to stay right there And, and, and keep going And, and I thank each each of you for sharing in the enlightenment and the revelation That God brought you today in this topic Because, you know, I'm not done here And I, and I think, you know, this is going to be One of those situations where we're going to We'll probably come in and, and we'll Hit it and hit it hard again You know, because I think that's where We are, family. There has to be Somewhere where we understand that God Is looking to restore hope In the body of, of Christ once again. He wants to Resurrect the church which has been laying dead For far too long you know if you Look around our nation You don't even got to look around that, that far Just look in your community And look at the valley of dry Bone ministries that's all around You that's just been laying there In the valley baking in the sun For years you know It's time they're going to be put on public Display that God is going to Show what he can do It's not there to humiliate It's not there to Criticize or or Look down upon It's there to show what he can do You know we we all get into that place Where you know As as Pastor Chris said And and we had talked about it earlier this year We can can get in that place of complacency And you know If we allow religion to take a hold of us Too long we'll see that complacency Take over our lives And we'll see ourselves distanced From the fellowship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And then if he's the true vine and we're distanced from the vine, then it's just obvious that we're going to get dry. We're going to dry up. And with that being said, he's ready to do a great work in this time. See, the war isn't over. The war is already won, and it isn't over. But the thing is, we got to understand and know that we are winning. And the only way that you're going to know that you are winning is if you are full of life. You can't be dead and see victory. The only way you can be see victory is in, in life. There is no dead person that sees victory. Only the living sees the victory. And that's what God is trying to do is bring that life out of that dryness that we can see. See the victory So we're going to load you up Family here at TPB With an arsenal full of weapons Not no crochets, Not no good church sands, Not no $10 rag $2 bottle of oil To go into next year To catapult to next year We're going to send you in the next year With the word of God and With the word of God That you can truly have something In your arsenal that you don't get caught on your heels like you did uh, during this um, pandemic when it hit That we can stand, tr- stand tall and fight Just like uh, Pastor Gene said, you know, on the onset of this thing We got caught on our heels We really did we, we we were more worried about a six-pack roll of toilet paper and a $10 can of Lysol Than we was to hear what God was trying to say We can't do that no more we can't experience that no more. We've got to stand up and come against it. We've got to stand up and fight. we got to have the prophets to, 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 to warn us before this happens and listen to them that we can fight this thing in the spirit even before it hits the ground. That's where I want to be going in the next year, Pastor Gene, Pastor Chris. I want to hit it before it even hits the ground. I don't want to have to be backpedaling and fight. I want to run right over it. Even before it it hits the ground That's where I want to be In the spirit You know we we shouldn't have let it even Into the door We should have had the gate closed On on this COVID-19 thing Should have never got in But if you're dry And you're in a valley of dry bones And you have no life That means you have no fellowship That means you can't really truly hear from the Lord And I'm not speaking about everybody You know I'm just Saying this is where I see a lot of the state of the body of Christ in today. And this is what the Lord ministered to me this week about restoring hope. See, I can't restore hope. Pastor Gene, Pastor Chris, nobody can restore hope. Only God can restore hope. He is the only one that can restore hope and resurrect those dry bones which are dead. Wow, sis, man, our first our first time back in the wild was a doozy today, boy. I I'm 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 over here. I'm I'm wild. I was have been jumping up and down. <laughs> I feel like I just ran a, a a marathon here. I know Pastor Chris. He probably got a sandwich and ready for a nap now. He was on fire today. He was he was laying it down. <laughs>
1: Amen. But it, it, it was Pastor Jean's fault. She she threw the lightning bolt over here because she was laid back, probably taking notes on her easy on her easy boy with her feet up, drinking her Earl Grey, and having uh, uh, Pastor Mike over there laughing. They was chilling. She transferred all that over here, and now I'm all sweaty. And I'm all tired and I'm all drained. See, thank you very much, Pastor Dean. She threw the lightning bolt over here on this end. So hey, I, I'm not mad though. It's been a minute since I've been able to let it go. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on and and just and just be right in the same alignment of you all. So I appreciate Amen. it. So I, I thank you so much. So I'm done talking. Back to you.
2: Amen. And, you know, that that's the beauty of his family, you know. And, and, and Pastor Chris is right. I, I spoke to him briefly uh, maybe earlier this week, you know, maybe five, ten minutes. But we, I had no clue where he was. All right? He had no clue where I was. And, you know, but that's when you know you tapped into what God is saying. That's when you Amen. know in this, you're in that vein and what God wants to do. And that just kind of confirms what he spoke to me about, you know, restoring hope. And he's ready. Mm -hmm. He's ready to restore that hope. He's ready. See, you know, and my sister really ministered this to me, and I didn't get it at first. And I I don't know if it's just because it's my male mentality um, (laughs) that I didn't grab a hold of it. But, you know, you got to think in the terms of you're a bride. And he, he loves you, and he's ready for you. He's just not going to let you let you suffer out there and wane. Now, we won't get our bumps and bruises now. We're we going to get those. He's not going to let us hang out there too long. And that's because we're his bride. And And I don't get it as much. I'm learning to now, sis, I have to be honest with you. When you ministered that to me all the time, I knew it was impactful, and I could feel it. But I, I, I couldn't really grab a hold of it. Now I'm starting to grab a hold of it a little better to understand, you know, that's just how deep he cares for us. And sometimes we do take that for granted. I'm just being honest. I know I do. I don't always let it settle in my spirit that, you know, he's ready to do this for me and he's ready to do this for the body. So, um, but, yeah, that, that was on time. I, I'm just excited about the word today and what – God, the direction God is going, because I, I do see a miraculous, I do see a greater prophetic, I do see a greater uh, interaction. Even here at TPB, where you know people are going to start calling in on this word and and being set free, even as they listen um, live to us here. So, but Amen. I I, I got it. I got it down there. Uh, um. You know, as far as I could go, I think right now, because if I I go any further right now, we're going to be in a whole other direction. We're going to be in overtime and and everything else. But before we get out of here, Pastor Gene, God bless you. I love you. Was there anything that you wanted to uh, add before we totally get out of here today?
0: You know what? I would just like to leave the uh, audience with hope. That uh, God already knew this day would come, this year would come before it yes. came, and and during this time of 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 of, of, of us being restrained, uh, God has been moving. God is still God. He is still on the throne. He still has a plan. His plan is yes. being implemented. Amen. So I just Amen. want to just give you hope today, people of God. Yes, God God allows the situation to show us our condition. Now He didn't create it, but God, being all powerful, He could have stayed it, He could have stopped it. But God allows the situation, and, and 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 through it all, we are learning to trust in Him. Amen. Through it all, amen all could have seen our true condition and say, Lord, wait, we're your army, we're your bride equipped for war, but none of us or most of us couldn't rally ourselves together and, and fight. God, what is the problem here? Lord God, teach us your way. God, help us yeah. to see where we have fallen short, Lord God. The world is looking to us to see what we're doing. Are we representing yeah. you? Are we representing you in this situation, Lord? I mean, my mm. thinking was, you know, Lord, this we were put into a war. It was—I don't know if the people realize it or not—but we were, we are at war on a natural yeah. level and on a spiritual level. Amen. Now, we weren't attacked with guns. Our country is prepared to war against guns and and, and natural weapons. But you know what? Our army could not do anything against this attack. As people of God, we should have seen we got to go to God. God is the only one that can stop this. That's what I became aware of, brother. That you know what, it's time for God's people to return to the Lord because I don't yeah. know what, what what is ahead or what's coming after this. Maybe we weren't so prepared for this one, brother, but God, in His grace and mercy, is getting us ready, getting us prepared to be that end time army that He said we would rise, raise up. Amen. 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 So, so what, I am God, I want to be prepared. God, I want you to use me, Lord God. You, one of us, can put what? How many? God, say, two of us. I'm sorry, could put how many to flight? Just two. Mm-hmm.
2: Two can put a
0: thousand. Two. So, so, amen. Mm-hmm. What well, you know, God has empowered us,
2: yeah, God has
0: yeah. empowered us, equipped us. To fight this war, and it's time for us to go to the Lord and say, God, whatever I need, do I need boot camp? What do I need? What what is it mm. that we the body? What is it that the body of Christ is doing to strengthen the the hand of the enemy? Do we need to mm. forgive? Amen. Mm. If we need to forgive, so we can unite, and so be it, God. Yes, yes. Against each other. Because that's, strengthening, that's the weapon that the enemy is using, division. So if we stay divided, then the enemy is using us to conquer his enemies. So it's time for mm. us to, to look at what what we really have going on. And it's time for us to seek the face of the Lord for his strategy. He said that he made us to not be conquerors, but to be more than conquerors, what does that mean? We shouldn't we should have conquered this. Mm-hmm. The most powerful weapon we have is prayer. Okay. but it's very difficult to pray if you're divided. very difficult to pray if you're complacent, very difficult to when you're hopeless. but yet that's the most powerful weapon we have. And as you mm-hmm. said, brothers. We're going to save that one for another day. But I just want to encourage the people that there is a remedy, and that remedy is can be found in God. So we run to him. Even if you're in a hopeless state today, ask God to restore you, and he will. No matter what it is that caused you to wander away, if you come to him humbly saying, Father God, forgive me, Forgive me for the lawlessness. Forgive me for the prayerlessness. Forgive me, Lord God, for the complacency. Forgive Mm -hmm. me for not considering you worth the knowing in this place in my life. I want to return to you. God will take us back, but you've got to initiate it. Amen? There's hope, people of God. There's hope in God. God bless you. Mm
2: -hmm. Amen, amen. Well, thanks for you there. I know we're about out of time, but I always like for you to get the opportunity that you can come and tell uh, the family about what's going on with TPV. Uh, I know there's a new lineup, there's some new things that are on the horizon. So, um, right now, sir, you have the floor.
1: Yes, sir. Well, yes, there's a lot going on at TPV Radio. Uh, we do have a new uh, son in the fold, Minister Trey Milner of Spirit uh, Music Ministries. He has his own uh, podcast, which he in which he interviews different um, uh, e- EDM artists. EDM is like electric digital music. Uh, and basically if you are if you're used to hearing like uh, the most thing i can compare it to is like kind of like rave kind of music so what their ministry does there's a lot of different dj's that are coming together for christ and making music because if you look at the spiritual side of rave music they promote all the right things to draw the crowd but in essence, they're steering the crowd to do other things in the spirit. I don't have to go in detail with that because that's a whole nother show, whole nother time. But what I'm saying is, the music of what they do, they're putting, they're putting their lyrics, they're spinning their tracks to the point where it's y- your spirit in, from from the inside of your soul starts to leap. Now. I've never was introduced to this music until I met this brother. I've listened to it. And I'm telling you, if you don't feel some, if you feel some kind of way or you feeling slump or brother Don, when you go take a ride on the bike and take the hard trail and you listen to this brother's music, I guarantee you, you'll probably lap it at least three more times. That's how much, that's how much energy that that the, the music brings and he interviews artists that's been doing it for twenty something years. It's just like gospel rap. Like gospel rap's been getting such a bad bad rap. Aha, uh-huh, that's funny. But it's been getting such a bad rap for all these years. Now finally they're 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 moving up, like I said, the last shall be first So all these different genres of music You can hear right here from TPV Radio Network Because we are bridging the gap We believe that everyone in every ethnic group Has something to say We are not prejudiced We love everybody of every different color That loves Jesus Christ, period That's how we roll, that's how we operate, and as we get bigger, you're going to hear different sounds, different music from different artists, so catch Trey every Friday at 4.30 at TPV 24-7. It's on Live 365. The app is free. It doesn't cost you anything. Of course, you'll see the promo come up for $9.99 a month. You can bypass it. Just type our name, The Samas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Also... Your boy, the Psalmist Voice, was blessed, and I'm going to have another opportunity to be interviewed the, uh, uh, on the show on Tuesday. It'll be on social media, Facebook. It's called Not So Christian Radio Show. It's it, it's a twist to it, but they're interviewing different uh, different gospel artists, and actually they have kind of the same vision we do the ones that you don't hear about, the ones that were downtrodden, the ones that were told that you know that's what it, 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 it's a all it's an open fest as far as that, and I, I agreed to be on the show, so you'll see it this Tuesday on Instagram, Facebook Live at seven thirty uh, Central Standard Time. It'll be six Eastern Standard Time, and of course on the West Coast uh, it'll be uh, four. Uh, for Pacific, so catch that You'll see it on our page, like our Facebook Page, uh, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, we want to thank you Because we are over 6,000 People Yes In three months, Brother Don, Pastor Gene We were at 4,000 We jumped a whole 2,000 and change of people We're at uh, 1,000 100 and something right now And that was just in a week We just we just capped 6,000 last week So the message is getting heard People are listening I thank God for it It ain't me It ain't nothing to do with me I just stay humble to the fact that I know People are starting to listen And we're getting the attention Of the devil So why do you think we're going through So much as a team as a ministry Why do you think we're going through so much In our personal lives Because God's about to do something So I, I hold true to the fact Of what was said today Was not only bless the people That heard it But continues to bless us That gave it And, and will hear it on the rebroadcast So that's what's going on That's on the table And of course y'all y'all don't want to miss The second episode the grub has returned Pastor Jean is in the grub She be laying it down You'll hear Pastor Jean on a whole new level on the grub She be getting it in, y'all She ain't deep like this But she be getting it in with the ladies So y'all need to catch the grub Every Tuesday at 1.30 Right here on the summer's Voice Radio Network They are back So catch it, you will be blessed So that's it. That's all the announcements. The the spin awards are happening right now. I still haven't received any word or text or what have you in regards to that. So they're still doing it. They're doing it actually live. People actually showed up. So let God move. Let God do his thing. If we win, I'll definitely let you know. Even if we don't win, I still thank God that we were considered. So that's just how I feel about it. I think God... I think everything that he's doing, thanks for the continued support out there, family. And I'm done. Brother Don, back to you.
2: Amen, amen, hallelujah. Well, I just want to thank God for each one of you. Uh, Pastor Gene, as always, God bless you. I love you, sis. That was awesome. Pastor Chris, First Lady Meefie, awesome time today. And you, family, just for you tuning in and allowing... um, allowing us to minister the word of god to you as he uses us so we're just about out of time here but i just want to say father just a quick prayer father i thank you for this word today i thank you for the seed that has gone forth lord i just ask as it falls on that fallow ground that's been broken up by you holy spirit that you protect that seed and that word that people can come out of the place where they're at their dryness lord they can start to Have a a resurrection happening in their lives, dear Father, that they can be resurrected into the new and come out of the old. But we thank you for this time. We thank you for this medium that we can minister on TPV and blog talk. We thank you for the opportunity to come before you, to sit at your table. As we leave this place, Lord, we just ask that you keep each and every one that is here today, that you keep them and they continue to move forward in in you, Lord. For this we thank and praise you in Jesus' almighty name. Well, God bless you, family. I love you. This is Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer, talking about those dry bones today. So tune in and get ready, because we're going to stay right here, family. We're going to get this thing. We're going to get the body of Christ back. So God bless you. I love you until we see you again.